On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. Sounds so crisp and clear, almost like I rehearsed it, doesn't it? Like I've done this 100,000 times, the intro. Flows off the tongue. 700 and like three times, man. Jesus, that is a lot of fucking. Have you ever done anything as much? Uh, no. I sat in a chair and talked to me 703 times or so. Well, actually, it hasn't been that long for you, because you've taken quite a few shows off over, over the years, right? You've taken a few off here and there. Yeah, not quite a few. What, what is that supposed to no, mean? Like 10? Well, more than that, because I've had interviews on people come on the show. I've had you tell me to go fuck myself a few you've times. You've had me on here with a fever, sick as a fucking dog, hacking up a freaking lung. Like, no, right. man, you don't, you, no, you are a get trooper. the fuck out of here. You are a trooper. So people must wonder, she's been on the show, she's had COVID before on the show, I've had COVID on the show before, you've had ail, like ailments and illnesses, but you have taken shows off, so what the hell is it that keeps you away? When you're doing interviews, can you That's fucking do a damn interview? So I, Listen, <laughs> I, I've, I've been thinking about this since the end of last year, I'm like, you know what, I haven't done one of you these in a while. You do interviews, I stay far the fuck away. I know. But I'm sitting here like, man, I, you know what? I haven't done them in a while. I should start doing them again. And I keep telling myself I'm, I'm going to do it. And then I'll reply to a few emails. And then I, I, I just, there's quite a few problems that are going on right now. And the number one thing is fucking Zoom. That program is just the worst. And that's the only one that I really enjoy using. But they've got their shit, you know, all screwed up right now. And then the other thing is, is I really fucking hate people. And I'm a creature of habit. So if, if I do one, then I'm going to do more. But if I don't do any, I'm just like, oh, you know what? This is kind of fucking nice not talking to people that I, you know, don't really reach out and talk to people on a daily basis. So the show is really the only outlet I have to actually talk to real people outside of the people in this house because I don't really have a desire to do so. But once I do it, it's like anything. It's like you work out, you jump on a treadmill one or two days, and then before you know it, a month is passing. You're like, I'm doing this every other day. That's the kind of person I am. I've got to be on a streak. Uh, sports fans will realize that if, if you're an athlete and you miss your first couple three-pointers, you're just going to miss the rest all night. But if you hit your first two or three, you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a hot night. That's kind of like, like how I am. I, I do things on a roll. So you may very well get your wish. You may not. I haven't decided yet. I'm, I'm enjoying the time not doing it. And talking to you, obviously, is just way more fun for me. Infinitely more fun because I never know what insult is going to come <laughs> out of your mouth next. And whenever I need to feel bad about myself, I know exactly who to go to in this household. How are you doing? You're such a piece of shit. <laughs> that was a really long way to say I got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> What's going on with you after Wednesday? Oh, God. I haven't done a damn thing, man. I'm on season four of the OC. I'm almost done. And I'm glad. This show is not as good as I remember it. And mm. I'm just ready for it to be over. <laughs> but it's past the time. So... I made a comment about that show the other day when one of the ladies was on the show. I'm like, you know what? The girls on this show, compared to the show, like every every single girl on the last show, I forgot the name of it already that you watched. One Tree Hill. Unbelievable. Like, hot woman. Like, any one of them you could put on the cover of a yeah. magazine and no one would complain. Yeah. This one, I don't know. They got some of the homeliest looking chicks on this show I've ever seen in my life. 
And another old guy that will not stay the fuck away from kids. They have parents. <laughs> that are involved in every little aspect of their lives, like hanging out with the friends of the friends and talking to them in private and shit. That's weird. Talking to them in private? Yeah, like one, like that one guy who I, always, who I always make a comment about. I'm like, that guy's got fucking gray streaks in his hair and he's talking to kids. There's something wrong with that. The fucking. He's but a you dad. do you not have gray hair, or is it because you shave it that you you don't? And I, I mean, so it doesn't matter because you talk to children every day. These kids, ours, right? It's okay he, if you're talking to yours. Okay. He's involved with a lot of other people, and I just want to know what the fuck is going on with that show. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, you know, your BFF needs to just tell you you got to sit down and watch one of these shows with me, just to force you to freaking sit and I watch it. I can't do it. You can't complain about it. Listen, when you watch a series, that's a lot of time invested. It's it's a lot easier to say, yeah, I'll watch a stupid movie with you. Like, if you said, hey, let's watch The Notebook Part 2, I would say, all right, the first one, I don't give a fuck what people say. It wasn't (laughs) the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. It it was okay. It was like a three out of five stars. But if you said, hey, let's watch part two, I would say, all right, how, how long is it? And you're like, oh, it's two hours. All right, it's only two hours out of my day. I get the beginning, middle, and end, whether I like it or not. A series, it's like, oh, no, you have to watch the entire 18 fucking seasons. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just, that's too much time. That's unfair to ask somebody. So a series, no. But if you want me to watch an episode, maybe, I, I would do an episode. But I'm not, I'm not getting contractually obligated to watch a fucking series of something. Like, you can do that. I can't. I can start a series and drop it immediately the second it starts getting stupid and not have any remorse. Time is just way more, infinitely more valuable to me. So, if it's a movie, sure. So, you, you, I, I'm on record Time saying that right now. Time is more valuable. There's nothing fucking to do. I know, but I, so, I would rather not do I have, anything. I have all the fucking time in the world. I know. I know. I, my time's sold bullshit like work and stupid shit that I would rather not be doing, but... Besides the OC, you haven't been watching anything else? No. Yeah. I'm trying to finish this. I'm on the last season. I think I'm on the third episode of season four. That only lasted one, four seasons? That should be a sign to you. Like, hey, maybe just stay the fuck away from this show. There's a reason. It, it kind of started going downhill in season three. Yeah. And then the season three finale, like, put the final nail in the coffin with that. And so I, this is just, I don't I don't even know. I don't remember this season at all. So I don't know if I freaking quit after what happened in the season third or three finale or what. Mm. I don't remember this season at all, so I'm just going to... I don't remember you ever watching the show, but... That was yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I, I remember watching it, because me and my sister would talk about it all the time. So this is before us together? A.K.A. the good old days? Is that what this is uh, referring to? I don't know, because I don't remember the fucking days. I don't... I, yeah, the years. I, I don't... I know it's an older show. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what fucking... I have no idea. I don't know, but... Chris Pratt is in this fucking show. Was he really? Wait, and I'm that was staring back, at wait, him. And that I'm was like, when he went by his old name, Chris Fat, right? Isn't that? I don't know, but I'm I'm staring chubby. at this because I'm on season four. Like I said, the third episode. And I'm like, this dude looks really fucking familiar to me, and I can't place anyone ever. So yeah. I had to go to the stupid IMDb page and like freaking scroll down through the episode, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's this fucking idiot. Oh, he looked normal back then. He 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 wasn't like fat. he he was chubby at something he did. Yeah. He, was, he lost a lot of weight. He had longer hair and stuff. Yeah, playing some weirdo tree hugger 
type person. And I'm just like, this dude, he, like, he sounds familiar, he looks familiar, and it took me a while to figure out where the hell he was from. Well, don't call them tree huggers, okay? We have a well, what, new phrase the for them. Well, whatever the they were called back then. We have a new phrase for them. They're called liberals, okay? That's, that's okay, exactly well, what we call them now. You know, so, there hasn't been much going on. In you didn't that. really, what? you didn't really have to go look at a dictionary back in the day to say whatever. I know, I know, I know. You didn't have to fucking preface everything. You have to have I mean, a ten-minute speech for a fucking sentence nowadays. You know, you have to fucking preface everything you say with something even worse, probably. You know, I haven't really been doing much of anything, and uh, it's just been a really crappy couple of days. It's it's been hard for me to find anything to watch, and there's been one one program that I can remember uh, watching, and it was this TV show on Netflix. I tried to get into it, only because it had serial killers involved, and after watching the Dahmer show, which turned out to be good until the final three episodes, I was in a serial killer kick, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta watch this show, and Mindhunter is a show about a serial killer guy. He's not a serial killer. He's the guy who goes and talks to them, I guess. He's like an investigator or some shit. And I really don't even know what the fuck this show's about. It was so uninteresting from the very second I clicked play. And I watched two episodes of it. And this guy is just in a suit. And he's trying to be witty and funny. And I, I, I just, I, I couldn't. Did you ever watch something and just see every second of it? And when it's done, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's, it's. This sounds familiar. This sounds like a show that was... Um... Yeah. I was asked to watch, and it looked stupid, so I didn't. Probably. That's probably what it just There was no action, and I can do things without action. I can do things without a lot of stuff. I, I, it doesn't have to be an action. It doesn't have to be a horror for me, even though I do prefer horror, supernatural stuff. It, it, it's just, it was like watching a person going to work. It's like, how fucking fun can that be? It was like, you know, you, you, you bring your child to work day and your kid's all excited for it. And then they see what you actually fucking do. And they're like, wow, this is boring. This is what you do all day, you fucking loser. I got to do better. That's the kind of thing I felt when I'm watching this. It was like, oh boy, I'm excited to watch a show about serial killers. And it's just a guy doing their job. It's like, imagine the Ghostbusters movie. If it was about Janine filing paperwork all fucking day. There was nothing interesting about it at all to me. I don't know if it's a Game of Thrones, LOLs, you gotta watch the first seven seasons before it makes sense kind of shit, like people were telling me years ago when the show was new. But this one, just it just didn't do it for me. It was really fucking bland, and it takes place in the 70s, which was anything but bland back then when you're talking about killers and killings and serial killers and crazy shit. The 70s was your decade. I don't know how you can make a show about the 70s and serial killers boring, but this show managed to fucking do it in spades, so I... I, I don't think I can give it another shot. So two episodes, Mindhunter is fucking done. If you guys like boring shit, I mean, I, I would say call your grandmother and ask her about the good old days if you want to hear a long story that means nothing in the end because at least you'll get entertainment value with someone you love. This fucking show was awful. It was really fucking bad. It was just boring, and I don't know how the hell it even got a second season. So that's all I watched. I, I'm, I'm looking for suggestions again, people. I need something. I need something. And not the kind of bullshit you sent me last time. I need some good stuff. It has to involve... And, and, and I'm going to say something. But it's I'm going to put some caveats on there. It's got to have supernatural shit. It, it can't be that supernatural show either, because that looks fucking awful. Because that was already... <laughs> That was already recommended to me. They're like, oh, well, you said Supernatural. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to see a show about two brothers that want to fuck each other. I don't want to see it. Oh, I, my God. That's not the concept of the show. Every picture, those two are looking in each other's <laughs> eyes very dreamily, and I don't want to see it. So, See, that's your problem. You look at a picture, you don't even give the show a chance at all. I mean, 
Maybe if it was like supernatural and the poster was Rachel Ray like whipping up something in the kitchen, maybe I would give it a shot. Oh my <laughs> so maybe, god! Maybe there's something to what you're saying there. But otherwise, I'm I'm, I'm not giving that show. But it, it's got to be supernatural. It's got to have like monsters in it or something or some kind of a twist. The zombie apocalypse bonus points for that kind of shit. If if you could find a show like The Walking Dead that is written by anybody but the people that wrote The Walking Dead, I will gladly watch it. Um, Black Summer was a great show on Netflix. If they ever did a season three, I'd be over the moon happy. That one. But ended. they also can't. They have to be. They can't be crazy liberals, right? Because I, you I'm not watching watch... Woke. <laughs> no. <laughs> see? The Last of Us was recommended to me, and that's not happening. So you got to throw that out there no. too. So... No, I mean that that little girl who's in that show. She she's not a little girl. She she's over the age of eighteen. She she just looks like a little kid. I, I, I can't stand that little bitch. Every time I see her ugly little fucking face, it's always saying some dumb shit about transgender and you regular people can shove it and they them crap coming up. Listen, you're just a fucking lost idiot fucking child. That's all you are. Shut the fuck up. I don't like any of these people. I don't like the main actor of that show. His his name, Pedro Pascal, should change his name to fucking Pedro Chameleon because no matter what crowd he's in, he has to fucking put himself into whatever they're saying. It seems like whenever he's being interviewed by a really left-leaning website, he'll be the leftist son of a bitch out there. He's just a fucking mark for himself. He's just playing a fucking game. I, 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 I don't like... I have to like the actors. I, I'm at that point now. <laughs> so this is why you have nothing to watch. Dude, I haven't watched a Tom Cruise movie since he fucking walked out on his kid years ago. I, I, I'm, I mean, maybe it's always been that way for me. Maybe I have some moral high ground where I can't enjoy a person's acting if they're a piece of shit in real life. It, it, it's tough. I can turn my blind eye, so to speak, to certain things. Like, I can still watch episodes of... Uh, if The Cosby Show came on, I could probably watch an episode and be like, oh, that's funny. You know, that, that was a show I watched as a child. And we, we all know how Bill Cosby turned out. I can laugh at Louis C.K. jokes after the shit that he got accused of. I can... I, I'm, I'm not that bad, but when it goes against the fundamentals of, like, existence... Like fucking girls and guys being one and the same. No, that's no. Now you're just a lying, delusional prick causing a lot of damage to a lot of people with your bullshit rhetoric, and you need to shut the fuck up. That's the kind of stuff I can't watch. I, I, I take it to a personal level at that point. So, those are your assignments, people. Find me. They're going to be like, well, there's only one fucking thing, and you already watched it. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> Black there's Summer gonna, on Netflix. There's going to be nothing for you to watch. Yeah, but what else have you been up to? Anything? No. You haven't, been, you haven't done one thing, so you're like... I haven't left the house. I haven't done anything. You 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 sit here and you ask me, and then when I say I've done nothing, you act surprised. Like, you're you're living in this house. Am I? What the fuck have I done? Have I done something that I don't know about? I've watched the OC. That is literally it. There's been nothing else on that TV, mm. and I haven't stepped foot outside. Well, let's talk about that real quick, because this show, we've, we've talked <sighs> about, we've done 700-something-odd episodes, and over those 700-something-odd episodes, you've I taken, have done nothing. No, you've taken a dramatic <laughs> turn in your personal life, because you used to force me to go outside I was the thinking house. that the other day, like... At the beginning of this podcast, I'm completely different now. You are. At the beginning of the podcast, I used to bitch and complain because I never got to leave this house. Never. I was sick of staring at these four walls. Yeah. Because I, I was leaving the house working. Because you were working. I was out the house, yeah. And on your days off, you didn't want to leave. So I would mm-hmm. get pissed off because I'm still stuck here. Yeah. We are now at the point where you are leaving this house at least five times a week. Every day. And I don't day. even fucking want to go. Yeah. I'm like, you want to go to the store? I don't want to go to the store? Nope. No. Do we have to go? Can we wait till tomorrow? I don't feel like going. Oh, it's miserable out. I don't want to go. you want to get the mail now? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get the mail today. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Like, it, it's almost like the sunlight will kill you if you go outside, which means the blinds are going to start getting lifted in this bit. And it's beautiful weather out. Yeah, I know. The weather's nice. So... 
I'm in a funk or something. I don't know. It's been going on for over a it's month. It's been bad. Like, right now, I want to go outside. Like, I, I want to leave the house right now and just go on a five-minute drive and come home. To me, that's exhilarating. It, it, it's it's almost like a need now for me. I have to leave the house. See, it, it's a good thing that Jen and I walk the neighborhood. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so much stuff She had right. to force you to do that I yesterday. Know. She She's had, like, bitch, she get the fuck She's like, She got the remote and turned the TV off. She's like, it's sunny out. <laughs> walk? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in a funk. I, I don't. I don't know what it is. So I think you'll get out of it eventually. I think it's just it's it's been a rough six to eight months, I guess, at a at a stretch, and it's finally over. And now we don't know what to do with ourselves. And I'm the one like, let's get the fuck out the house. I know, I know. There's there's something out there to be done. We just got to figure oh. it out. I'm glad we didn't buy those water park tickets yet because we've been talking to these people about going to go get water park tickets so we can go like every fucking free day we have together to go to the water park with the family and whatnot. I'm kind of glad we didn't buy those tickets now. I'm wondering if you're gonna cancel out and just want to be a hermit all summer long. Why would I? Why would I waste money? I've never ever wasted a hundred dollars on a fucking ticket. Oh no! And never well, I'm, fucking I'm used glad it. we didn't get it because now you're in this funk, and I don't know if, if it'd be a wise choice to buy it while you're in the funk because I don't want to force you to leave the house. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you ready to get into your days of the week? Okay, so today's April fifth, National Caramel Day, Dandelion Day, and Deep Dish Pizza Day. Tomorrow, April sixth, is National Siamese Cat Day, Sorry hmm. Charlie Day, and World Table Tennis Day. Which one was a Siamese cat? They're cute cats. Which one was it? Was that the, the, the two heads? No, what? Do, do they have two heads? Because you think no. it's Siam- Siamese twins have two heads. You never heard of Siamese twins? They're the ones that got the I two know, fucking heads. I know, Siamese, yes. I, I, I... So why the hell would you call a Siamese twin of a freak of nature, but a Siamese cat cute? Yeah, they're pretty. Usually they have like blue eyes and stuff. Hold yeah. on, let me see if I can find a damn picture. Oh, I, I did find a picture. It's, it's yeah, all white. It's got a little bit of gray, a gray face, and blue eyes. But why the hell is that a Siamese cat? Oh, when no. you look at Siamese twins, a Siamese twin should really be... They're pretty cats. Like one of those blonde-haired, white-eyed, or fucking... No, like the ones that look like demons. You know those ones look like demons? They got like no blood in their bodies and shit. They got red fucking eyes. They look like they came straight from fucking hell. They've got like the whitest skin ever. They got like white hair, blonde hair, and then red eyes and shit. They're being ridiculous. No, what the fuck? Are, albinos. <laughs> <laughs> straight from hell. Seriously, albinos look like they came straight from hell. It was like they were demons that didn't fully morph into the person's body and just said, fuck it, I'm taking over. They have the appearance and everything. Like, that. that's what they look like. But oh, see, look at that one. What's <sighs> that? The fluffy Siamese one. See, now I'm looking at cat pictures. Mm-hmm. We need a cat. I thought you changed your mind on yeah, that too. You were all over the place. Yeah. Maybe this is men. Is this menopause? Maybe I need it. Maybe I need a cat to get out of the funk that I'm in. You need a cat. I just need some. You know what? So let's move it on here because there's someone out there that really loves your segment, and I'm talking about our friends over at Built Bar. This is menopause. You're such a fucking asshole. Is this menopause that I'm feeling? Is this menopause? <laughs> Good old white snake remix right there. Listen, can I just fucking talk about how excited I am right now? Because Built Bar is finally doing me a solid, and they bought it back, ladies and gentlemen. Brownie Batter Puff Bites are back online at Built.com. And they're not just doing Brownie Batter Puff Bites. They're also doing their Cookies and Cream Bites and the amazing Churro Puff Bites starting tomorrow. They let me talk about this today, which is Wednesday. Get your credit cards ready. Stay up on. This is going to be like Black Friday. Everyone's going to be up tonight with their parents' credit cards that they stole or their Cash App account that they hacked or whatever the fuck they're doing. 
and they're going to be on Built.com at midnight, ready to use the code VOMSHOW to save 15% plus free shipping on any order to buy those brownie batter puff bites, cookies and cream bites, and the churro buff bites. They are absolutely amazing. You've got to go online and check these out. The absolute best bar of all time is the brownie batter puff bite. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. It is phenomenal, and it is just the greatest. It's, it's the greatest candy bar I've ever had in my life. Can you tell the people what happened when that supply came in the house? How long did they last from mailbox to my belly? They didn't last long, man. You needed to be by yourself alone in a room with the bar because you were moaning and groaning. It was yeah, it was weird. You're just I a weird myself. person. <laughs> I soiled myself eating those bars. This is not an exaggeration. Go to Built.com and make sure you leave a note for the team packing your order. And tell them that Nerdette sent you because they really do love your segment. I don't know if I told you that or not yet. Mm. Are you ready for the Florida man story? Sure. Did you do homework today? Oh, I sure did. And today is uh, April 5th. I was about to say March 5th. I can't believe this month is flying by. This year is just about fucking... I mean, Jesus, dude. What the hell's going on here? We're almost a third of the way done with the year already. This is absolutely insane. I mean, what the hell, man? We're going to be celebrating Christmas soon, but... Before that, we got to celebrate your birthday, and you mentioned how these Florida Man stories, you're, like, you're using historical Florida Man stories. Why haven't they been doing anything recently? This Florida Man says, game on, bitch, <laughs> because he threatened a mass shooting at his workplace and said he had 17 bullets for 17 heads, so he came prepared and brought one for the entire class, people. He threatened to commit a mass shooting at his workplace in West Melbourne, Florida, and this one just happened today. A West Melbourne Police Department officer wrote an arrest affidavit that Marcus Anderson was discussing the shooting in Nashville, Tennessee with co-workers on March 30th when he expressed ideations about committing a mass shooting at his workplace, Mac Technologies. Uh, Anderson allegedly told his co-workers that he had 17 bullets for 17 heads, adding that a backpack located in his locker contained 17 rounds of ammo. During a conversation, Anderson also said he had an AR-15 in his car. The arrest affidavit states that Anderson told two co-workers that he would signal them before beginning the shooting so that they would be free from harm. So they must have been cool. They, they must have let him bum a cigarette or something. Who knows? Anderson explained... Can, now, what would you do if, like, you're at work, right? You're old... And, and I know this is a stretch, okay? But you're at work. Mm-hmm. And your co-worker comes to you and says, Hey, Nerd, nerd that I'm about to start shooting motherfuckers and I want you to leave. Get out. What do you do? Do you, like, leave the store, call the cops, or do you just leave? Do you think they're bluffing? What is your first reaction when someone tells you I that? I leave and call the cops? Why am I going to stay around? I would get the fuck. I'd like, thank you, and make sure when you shoot Susan, that bitch, make sure you hit her right in the fucking head, and make sure you okay, hit her no. a couple times in the heart, because she's evil. She's and not call the die. cops. Would you really? Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't tell them to blast somebody? You're like, no. listen, like, I know you got 17, but if you miss, can you, like, spare this one and put another one in them to make sure they're really gone? Because <laughs> I don't like them either. Issues, man. You think so? You think so? Yes. Who would do that? Well, this guy, apparently. But when one of the co-workers asked him if he was serious about the plan, he replied that he'd do it if he got mad enough. When the police officer asked Anderson about the conversation, he allegedly claimed that he was kidding around and wasn't serious about the statements. Anderson claimed all he said to the co-worker was, If I get frustrated, I'd be like, Man, I'll shoot this shit up, bro. Fuck this. And added, It was just a general conversation. In the interview with police, he contradicted himself. No, I would never do that. Like I said, I would actually take it out on somebody, that person that pisses me off, not the whole building. Uh, Anderson allegedly told the police officer when recalling what he had told co-workers who asked him if he was serious about the shooting. He owns a 380 ACP pistol and an AR-15. Uh, neither one of them were in the car when they searched. He does live out of his car and he's homeless. 
So they just found the bullets, but they didn't find the guns. And they arrested him and put him in a local jail on a $35,000 bond. So he was arrested for... for uh, I, I don't know. You can't do that. You can't say you're going to do something, but... They have to take it seriously. There's mass shootings every freaking day. No, there is. I get it. You just don't say dumb shit, and I guess it's one of those fuck around, find out situations, but... How do you determine which ones are actually joking, which ones are serious, which ones are mentally insane? I mean, you, you can't just take every threat and, and immediately say, okay, well, we got to lock this person up. I mean, maybe find out why. I, I know it probably shouldn't matter, but, like, if someone's like, oh, man, I'm going to shoot that motherfucker, and, like, you're joking, or maybe it's just, like, a moment of, of, of hatred where, like, you're driving, someone cuts you off, and you're like, oh, fucking kill you, and then you keep going your separate ways, and then you go home and you have a nice dinner with your family that night. You know what I mean? Like, maybe not everything's going to be followed up on, but maybe we should also be wary of what we say as well. You know what I mean? It's one of those situations. Really fucked up, but... You got anything you want to add to that Florida man, and you want to say happy birthday, more importantly? What? No. <laughs> you're such a bitch. All right, so listen... <laughs> I have an update here for you. Remember Kelsey Ballerini, the uh, chick from the Country Music Awards? Oh my gosh! What? Yes. No, I just have. It's just an update. Why do you roll your eyes whenever I start bringing up this this drag queen stuff? Do you hate them more than I do? Is is that the situation? Jesus, man. So for those of you living under a rock, what is next that is going to be going on for months and months and months that I'm going to get aggravated about? I don't know. Because it's been three years of shit. Yeah, I know. It's been three years of crap, and now this is just the latest, but it's been three years consistently. Yeah. Every episode, there's been something. I know. So, I'm just, I'm just waiting to, then, this, for this part to be done, and the next bomb to be dropped. Well, think of it this way. This is an, oh, I can respond to that real quick with, with something, and... The thing is, it's like the government was never like this before. It was never something that they did that was so polarizing it affected every single person on the planet. I mean, they've done very unpopular shit in the past, obviously, in regards to Social Security, welfare, and things like that. But it only affects a very small portion of society. So not everyone's going to rally around something and either be pissed off or for or against something. The past three years, they've done COVID, which affected everybody. They made everyone shut down. They made everyone take injections that were stupid enough to take them. They made people lose their jobs. They shut out their livelihood. We're still dealing with the ramifications of inflation and all the shit that they did to us. That affects everybody. So that, to me, that's the biggest thing that's ever happened in, in this country is the COVID fascism. Because, it, I mean, it affected everybody and it will forever shape this country in a negative light. Now you've got the transgender stuff, which is fucking with their children. I mean, these are kids that have really not a thought in their heads are being influenced by adults for some weird reason that they want to influence them and turn them into fucking freaks just like them. Never in our lives have we dealt with a block of time like we had the past couple of years, uh, three years plus now, and going. Where are we going? Where are we headed? That's the kind of shit that I like to talk about. If this podcast happened 10 years ago, we would probably never talk about politics because nothing really would have touched us in that regards to how it does now. Everything can trigger you. Because it affects us. Everything that they do now affects us on a personal level, especially this transgender shit, because it, it does hit close to home and it fucks up our future. So, Kelsey Ballerini, that's what I was talking about. She doesn't regret her groundbreaking performance alongside drag queens on national television, and it definitely wasn't a surprise to showrunners. Of course it wasn't. You can't just... I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you're running a show, you have to tell them and clear everything by them. Like, this is what we're going to do in this hour, and they have to approve it or deny it, right? You're putting on the show, you have to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and then they rehearse it multiple, yeah. multiple times. Exactly. They, they knew it was good. This wasn't her just fucking shock and awe at the last yeah, second. no. 
Anyway, uh, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ that the backlash Kelsey's getting for Sunday's awards uh, moment, having four RuPaul's Drag uh, Race queens come on stage during one of her performances, is falling on deaf ears because she doesn't regret it one bit. She fully stands by her decision to feature the freaks, uh, which some folks in conservative circles have gone ballistic over, accusing country music of going woke. I mean, yeah, so this whole thing was fully planned. She doesn't care. She basically told everyone to shove it, which is the right reaction to have. I mean, if that's your stance in life, is that you love drag queens and shit. I mean, I admire someone who at least stands by their convictions, no matter how fucking disgusting and deplorable they are. At least you give them that. Like, oh, well, at least you believe in what the fuck you're saying, no matter how wrong you are. I mean, that's one thing I, I bash people on the right for, is apologizing the second they get called out on something. I mean, like, if someone ever said, nerd, you're wrong for calling transgender people freaks and disgusting, I would say, all right, well, go fuck yourself. I mean, go listen to someone that's going to worship these people. That's... Not my concern, you know. It's my my thing is just having the option to, to to say something that you disagree with or to say something you agree with. I'm not going to bash him for for liking this shit. It's disgusting and nasty, but I mean, at the end of the day, what are you going to say about this? You just said fuck everybody, and what 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 are you going to do? You can't cancel her for it. I mean, that's that's what she does, right? Who cares? You can just tune it out and yeah, hurt her where it counts. It's crap. It, it's, I I don't know. These people out there, they were all fully clothed and dressed. They weren't like... Yeah. They weren't... I don't know. It's disgusting. There has been other shit on other award shows that have been nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What she did, there was... A, whether you're for or against it, what they were... Yeah. They, the, it wasn't that bad. I don't want yeah. people to shut the fuck up. I don't... Like, good for her for not apologizing. Fuck these people. Yeah, I'm heavily against If you're... It. Whatever, which one... It doesn't matter. Like, this is what she believes in? Fine. Good for you. But it was done and it was done tastefully. At least, at least they were fucking clothed. Yeah. And they weren't, like, being nasty. At least kids, at least kids on weren't was, on stage. Wasn't there... Uh, I give them that. Another award show or something where something like demonic or some shit was going Sam on. Sam Smith, uh, Grammys, I think it was the Grammys. Sam Smith. Okay, like I, I know there's been like I haven't yeah. watched an award show in a very long time, but I know recently there has been some nasty shit going on. Yeah. And like for some reason for this award show they're they're going after this one now, and it's just like I don't know. I guess if you're gonna put blame though, you can't put blame on the artist because artists just want to get their name out there. No, if they're allowing her to do it. Yeah. They're allowing her to do it. So right. you you boycott the mm-hmm. award performance uh, or, or the show rather. You would boycott that and be like, well, you guys knew she was gonna do this, and you let her. And they do knew it. the law. If they yeah. knew the law, they could have said, well, okay, either don't do it or you can't perform. And we'll yeah, find someone else to take the spot. Well, I mean, and they didn't a, do that. There's a lot of starving country artists so, out there that would love that little five-minute, ten-minute block or whatever on national TV to sing a, a regular song and without the crazy shit. People like this should be deplatformed, obviously. I mean, I, I don't think there should be a place for you to go out there and just be disgusting and nasty and, and force lies like men are women and women are men. But at the end of the day, you have to remember this is America. You can do that. But there is also fuck around and find out. I mean, if you're going to fuck around and do all this weird shit, you're going to find out by losing money. You're, you're not going to get paid. You're not going to have people following you. You're, you're, you're going to have to realize what you're pushing out there is wrong. And I think the right answer would be to change the channel, not give these people any fucking attention. I, I, I don't see a problem with it to that degree where it's like, all right, well, I mean, people are just fighting over this now, just a fight. The fight should be with them doing this shit in front of children, infiltrating libraries, and infiltrating schools. Keep them away from kids. They have the right to do their own fucking weird performances. We also have a right to not watch it, accept it, or like it. And I don't like it. 
So I, I just I just don't see why people have to fight. Like there 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 is blood to be drawn on certain issues. Not this one. She just had a performance with a bunch of fucking freak, nasty looking, despicable freaks of nature. And I didn't watch it. So I don't care. I think other people should stop not watching things and caring about it. And just don't watch it and don't give it any attention and let it fucking die because these people don't deserve your attention. Well, this is days later. This is fucking Wednesday. And the TMZ's article... still fucking talking about just it. Just posted this morning, so... I mean, seriously. Whatever. I don't know. This shit won't go away, man. It's just no, won't because they keep harping on it. I got another quick one here for you. So the Cash App founder was reportedly stabbed to death today. Did you see this shit? I, I saw it, but I, I didn't read the article. Well, conspiracy nuts are loving this one. Really? Because Cash App is an app, for those of you that don't know. I mean, there's a lot of old people that listen to the show like us, and I didn't know what Cash App was, really, until maybe not long ago. I don't know. It's one of those apps that you can download on your phone and link a credit card or debit card to it. New banking needs. It makes things really convenient if you're trying to, like, pull money out or do this or do that or transfer money to someone else. It's, it's one of those. It's a facilitator of your money. It means the banks are getting cut out of a lot of the fees that they could be charging you if you're linking your credit card to them instead of a bank. The banks aren't getting that money. Conspiracy theorists immediately online are saying this guy was killed because of all the shit that's going on with the banks and they're trying to recoup money and, and all this other crap that's going on. They're trying to say there's shenanigans here because the cash app was cutting into the bank's profits, so they murdered that guy. So that's what they're saying. I don't know enough about it to, to throw it out there, but here's the article. His name is Bob Lee. He's the founder of Cash App. He's reportedly been murdered in a stabbing in San Francisco. And it happened in San Francisco. So before I read any further, let me just say that there is a high likelihood that some fucking homeless person killed him because there's nothing but homeless people in California. Seriously, it's it's that bad. It's, there's encampments all over the place. People were saying, like, I remember uh, listening to Ben Shapiro, unfortunately, a while back once. And he said uh, before he left California, he would open the front door and there'd be, like, fucking piss and shit on the fucking front porch. And people just out in the streets. And, and you know what? You, you see the videos and photos that's... Entire towns taken over by homeless people. It's wild. It looks like Philadelphia on a good day. So the 43-year-old founder was involved in a fatal stabbing early Tuesday morning. According to the NBC Bay Area News, sources say he was rushed to a hospital after the attack but succumbed to his injuries. No arrests have been made yet, and San Francisco Police Department is yet to reveal any details about the suspect. He was currently the CPO of the crypto company MobileCoin. Hmm. And he was the CTO of the mobile payment app Square in the past, even working at Google in his early days. Uh, Joshua, Joshua Goldbard, the CEO of MobileCoin, shared his love for Lee, telling ABC7 that Bob was a force of nature, helped to birth Android and Cash App into our world. Moby was his dream, a privacy-protecting wallet for the 21st century. I will miss him every day. Right there, it just says it. A privacy-protecting wallet for the 21st. So this guy was working on some kind of technology and got fucking killed for it. I mean, I'm convinced now. Just reading that short article, he was fucking killed. That's horrible. He was fucking killed, this guy. He was probably onto something that was going to like help people out, maybe. I mean, you would only kill somebody if you're trying to help other people, obviously, in today's fucking backwards world, right? Where we live in a bunch of worlds, fucking Lex Luthers and no Superman. You know, that's the kind of fucking world we live in. Bunch of greedy fucking bastards who I wouldn't put it past them to kill some fucking guy if you had something that would help regular people protect yeah. their money. And they want your money. They want everything to do with you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the government fucking invented a way to bring you back from the dead just so they can torture you and tax you even longer. Seriously, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, well, you know, dead people are easier to control. Let's give them this vaccine to kill them, bring them back. And we, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. 
Fucking old bitch tits Billy Boy Gates out there fucking talking to Fauci. It, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I fucking sound like one of these conspiracy and then the and then the lizard people and then the. Oh God! Yeah. All right, so there you go. You can delete your cash app, is what I'm trying to tell you here. It's not going to be working much longer because the guy's fucking no. Someone will be. I don't understand all those apps and all, all that crap. It's like PayPal. It, it is. It's like PayPal. Yeah. See, I'm old school. I'll stick to with what I know. PayPal, yeah. I understand. Yeah, we use that motherfucker, man. <laughs> how, how we get paid for shit? We got we got made fun of what. Like a month before my sister had the baby, when she, we were sending her oh, yeah. money for for the baby shower and to help out and stuff, and she's like, "Can you Venmo?" I'm like, "What the fuck the is fuck Venmo?" Is Venmo? <laughs> was he speaking PayPal? French? I had to pull out the French fucking dictionary looking at that word. Oh my gosh, you made fun of us so bad. I'm like, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember one of the sponsors was was going to pay us, and they were like, "Well, you got your method of payment." Like, yeah, here's my PayPal account, and they're like, "Oh, you." To lose that password to your AOL email, you jackass. Yes, I don't know. We're we're we we, yeah. we don't move forward. Oh, we figure it out though. All right. Well, a new social media challenge involving people putting buckets on the heads of strangers and filming their reactions went horribly wrong when a woman in Tustin fainted after a group of young men targeted her. So apparently, that's a new thing. So. Just be careful when you're at the store. At least I'm not eating ice cream anymore or mm. licking the ice cream. So what are they doing exactly? They're putting buckets over people's heads and then filming the person's reaction. Buckets of, like, piss? No, like, apparently just empty buckets. Why? I, I don't know. Apparently this is funny. I mean, like, confetti or something? <laughs> Nothing? That, it doesn't say that. I don't know. I haven't watched any of these videos, so okay. maybe people... It doesn't say anything. It just says wow. putting buckets on their heads. Fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> this is one of the dumber ones. I don't... Maybe they are putting something in there, but the article isn't saying that. So oh, wait, the people are wearing the buckets. They're, they're not, putting... No, they're putting... They're taking... Someone's in the store looking at something, and they're, someone from behind them is putting a bucket on their fucking head. Oh, that's what... And, okay, that's... And using the camera, I don't know... It sounds stupid, but people, all these challenges are dumb. And all of a sudden, that fist just comes flying at 100 miles an hour <laughs> right in your fucking skull. The incident happened Sunday afternoon at a Target store. Lana Clay Monahan, uh, a new mom with twin boys, said she was shopping for baby supplies when she was caught completely off guard by four teenage boys who tossed a bucket over her head and then started recording. They eventually ran out of the store. A 30-year uh, cancer survivor, Clay Monahan, says she developed epilepsy later in life and the assault deprived her of air. She fainted soon after the incident and was rushed to the UC Irvine Medical Center. Hmm. Poor lady. Were they holding it on her head? No, I believe it. I do believe this happened to her. Because literally this article is just saying they put it on her head. But you're still getting air, right? No, no. Unless it's like a really small, but like I'm trying to... I don't know. All right, well think of it this way. Let's say you're you're at a pool party and you're in the pool. underneath. Like, let's say you're at a pool party and, and, and you're having a conversation with me and I'm sitting on the edge of a pool and, like, one of the kids comes up behind you and does the whole, shh, dad, don't say anything, dunks your head underwater and you're not expecting it. For that split second, you feel like you're drowning when you're underwater. You're like, what, what the fuck's going oh, on? Oh, okay. And, right. and then you come up, I'm thinking the same thing happened to her, but if, like, you held your breath and went underwater, yeah. you'd be fine for and no issues. I'm thinking she just freaked out. Okay. Um, she says that, in, that makes sense. The incident had a physical and psychological impact. Tustin police, who are reviewing surveillance video from the target to, uh, to identify the four young men, 
believe the stunt is something called Stranger Bucket Challenge, which is trending on social media platforms like TikTok. Obviously, in this case, it can have some pretty bad consequences, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a crime. It's an assault and battery on another person, and we're going to investigate it that way. So these four kids are fucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, So far, police said they haven't come across any social media posts of this particular incident. And while they're reviewing surveillance video, they're also collecting witness statements. Oh, God. There's always a fucking challenge. We haven't talked about one in a while, but this, Mm -hmm. this one just sounds fucking really annoying. Like, this just sounds really fucking immature and annoying. Although they're all immature. They're all fucking stupid, though. Challenges should only involve yourself testing your own limits, not fucking with anybody else. It should be a challenge. It should be a prank. I was never a fan of pranking people. Because like, you have no idea. Yeah. Like, this woman had epilepsy. They didn't know you that. Killed her. You like, could have killed her. That's horrible. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. What if it was an old man who was just like looking at socks, she gave a fucking fatal heart attack out of nowhere? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if the woman just got her Pfizer shot and she just fucking died because you put that thing on her head? You know, I mean, you got to be very cognizant and sensitive towards people's, uh, you know, issues and things that you don't know because a woman could have anything. She literally could. It's bullshit. I don't like these fucking kids, man. It really aggravates me. And now it's like whenever you go into a store and you see a group of kids like laughing and like you see them look at you and you're doing something you have to wonder am I going to have to fucking shoot one of these little bastards am I going to have to hurt one of them like seriously because kids are they're stupid they don't think that's why I hate the fact that they're trying to give them the option to treat themselves as a, as fucking adults to make life altering changes they can never take back you see they do shit like this it really pisses me off man and if you're a parent of one of these kids, you have to tell your kid, like, hey, listen, you're fucking with people. Yeah, people are unpredictable. I'm... What if this woman was, like, raped before, and she went and got a gun, and has zero tolerance for anybody putting their hands on her, and turned around and shot your kid because they did some stupid prank? You don't, you don't know her history is what I'm trying to say. You don't know what she's been through or what she's capable of. You don't fuck with people. I don't understand how that's funny anyways. It's not. <laughs> I think, seriously, fuck? just... It, the challenge is to put a bucket over someone's head and record it. That doesn't sound. It's that not doesn't funny. even sound funny. I I don't know. It do, it doesn't. It just doesn't sound funny. So I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It would be funnier if it was if the bucket was filled with something. I mean, that's mean. Even then, it's just but, like the <laughs> no, that's mean. I'm yeah. just saying if the challenge was fill the bucket with fucking like like feathers or something and maybe that would be funny but if it's seriously just a bucket like I don't understand who came up with that fucking challenge that doesn't even make there just needs to be zero tolerance when it comes to someone else's property I mean we have these conversations about people's personal space and stuff like that there needs to be zero tolerance like hey if, if you are messing with someone this woman is just shopping if you put your hands on her or put something on her that pisses her off she has every right to use deadly force on you no questions asked because there's no reason for that to happen there's at least no they're going to be charged with uh, assault and battery so yeah look good. at these fucking I don't care oh they're just kids being kids no you're, you're fucking with someone that you don't know what their issue is you don't know yeah. This could have ended very badly for both parties. That woman could have been hurt. Those kids could have gotten hurt. Like, if that scenario happened where I'm like, this woman just pulls out, like, a gun. or I, I've seen the purse. They have gun purses where the woman can put her hand in her purse like she's getting her, her wallet and pull a trigger and shoot someone through her purse. That's really fucking badass. She could That's have done cool. that. It's amazing. Seriously. Do they sell them around here? That's they cool. They do. That would fit the gun that we have. It's You can have the I'm fucking I'm not touching this, this one that we have. Well, it's the best. All you do is wipe it off and throw it in the garbage can. There's, like, a million fingerprints on it already. <sighs> they can't find you. 
No, but my, uh, tell me whose fingerprints aren't on it. Yeah, not me. When, hey, never that look. I'm gonna throw it at you, and before you know it, your instincts are gonna touch the thing, and then I'm gonna go. You, nuts. my dad, my stepmother, well, and whoever the hell had it before. I don't know how many men in the army me. have touched that gun. <laughs> No, there me. should be a fucking show about that gun. <laughs> eight eight seasons for each person and what it's seen, what it's done. And then it finally ended up here where it's just sitting. Lord. No, I, I got a stun gun. That's what I have. There you go. Zap, hell, let me charge it first. Zap, zap. Come close. Come close to me. Oh, God. These kids think life is a fucking Mentos commercial where they can just do something. You put the bucket on the guy's head, they take it off, they look at you and shrug and give you a thumbs up and smile. Like, oh, you rascally kid, this isn't this isn't going to happen. Nowadays, we live in a time where everyone's tightly wound. <laughs> Keep your kids. I would like to go around and just stun a couple people on video. Just watch it. Just... Electrocuting on the floor. <laughs> zap them. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> They Dude, get really I'm stiff. Horrible. Their hair goes up and they start shaking. They fall it to the ground. It would be funny. You just go up behind someone and just do electric get slide, the, motherfucker. Get their neck real quick. Fucking I. Well, you know who the bad one is here. So, Utah climbers <laughs> killed after falling under an ice column after pushing a friend out of the way. So there is chivalry out there, people. Not everyone's terrible. So a hiker in Utah died over the weekend under a falling column of ice after pushing her fellow climber out of the way, likely saving her friend's life. Oh, man, her friend is going to have the worst nightmares. Survivor's guilt is a real thing, man. Three ice climbers were attempting to scale Raven Falls in Duquesne County near Indian Canyon on Sunday when the ice above them fractured and fell into the group. The 41-year-old woman pushed a female climber, 21, out of the way of the falling ice. The officials believe the woman's actions saved the life of the 21-year-old. So while the woman was able to push her fellow climber to safety, she became trapped under two huge blocks of ice and did not survive. Our sincere condolences to all affected by the tragedy, to the family of the brave, courageous woman who lost her life while saving another. Uh, we hope that all may find comfort and the warm support will prevail over your heart. So I'm mourning the loss of your loved one came to the sheriff's office. So, The third climber, interestingly enough, was a 34-year-old male. Fell about 40 feet when the ice column broke apart upon impact. So holy shit, man. The 21-year-old person was able to climb down the terrain and drive herself to uh, Duquesne City to call for help. So... I, I, I like how this guy just fell. The one who got saved went to her car and drove to get help <laughs> for the person that risked their life saving you. Oh, man. You would think, like, hey, like, what? The, this scene must have been really pathetic and sad and horrifying at the same time because you got the one person looking up. They see the ice block falling. Someone says, move out of the way. They push you and then get crushed by that same thing. You turn over as you got saved and you see some guy just falling to his. Must that, have, would, that would be a good show or a good movie. It would have been a, a, a good beginning to a movie. And maybe mm. that person's hand is like barely moving underneath the ice the whole time. Okay. <laughs> and then at the end they do the Hulk Hogan and start shaking their wrist and slowly fighting up. They power out of it. Do you think this person was trying to save the other person's life or do you think they were just fucking... Or do you think it was like an accident? Like they were trying to pull onto them to save themselves or something? Yeah, they pushed. They didn't pull. Yeah, I know. Do you think this person was like, fuck, I don't want to die anyway. At least I can ensure heaven and not technically won't be suicide because I'm saving someone and dying. Maybe. Do you think they had enough time to break all that down? No. Some man. people just do the right thing. And this person. And good did. for that person. Good for that person. God bless them and their family. So, Oh, man. God bless a lot of people because Walmart is aiming. For, and Walmart is a company that I knew this was going to happen eventually. But I held out hope for Walmart because Walmart is a company. We, we make fun of the, the clientele. 
We don't make fun of the company. The company has done some great things. Well, they, we are the clientele, so. You are the clientele. I'm the, the driver. <laughs> I'm the driver. You're the clientele, bitch. I like we're food line. We're to make fun of them because if we go there I every class fucking it up. day. I like food line. I, I do not. If I, if I leave the house by myself, there is a 0% chance I'm going to Walmart. I know. Never ever go to. If Walmart. we have to go grocery shopping, where where you want to go? Um, it better be Walmart because yeah, that's where it's yeah. fucking cheap. It's the only time we go is with you and the kid in the car. Uh, the food is expensive as shit. You got to go to the cheapest freaking place you can get it, I and that is don't. Walmart. I don't give a crap. I don't like Walmart. I'm, I'm not going to no out, Publix. I'm running out of people that cuss out there. That's the problem. That is true. So anyway, uh, Walmart kept people employed throughout the uh, scam demic. Uh, they they hire elderly people, retired people, people that have mental criminals. disabilities, criminals. It doesn't matter. They will <laughs> they give you a give chance. They will give you a chance. That's why I have their shit stolen. Uh, so anyway, they're aiming for sixty five percent of their stores, which is a lot of stores, uh, to be automated by twenty twenty six. Only a couple of years away for a lot of people to be out of work. We are pushing this automation thing, and I've been saying it for many years now. You keep on making everything automated, what's going to happen to the people? We're just going to, what, what are we going to do for money? And that's when the central currency comes in. That's when the government steps in and it's like, well, you know, the jobs are all done by robots now, so you guys don't need money. You guys do what you want to do. We'll give you X amount of dollars per month. And you can just enjoy your life. And it's going to sound great at first. People are going to be like, oh, I get $2,000 a month. I don't have to work for this. I don't have to do anything. I could just go to the store and just buy things and come home and just live life and get fat and alcohol. That's when you're going to see problems because when you have nothing to do, you're, you, you need more stuff to fill your time. And people are going to be stealing from other people. Still, they're going to be robbing and fighting and no, breaking into stores. Doing. They're going to be watching TV like me. <laughs> well, it means you're going to have people like that that are happy doing nothing. And there's oh. nothing wrong with what you do. It's the way you like God. to spend your time. I like to spend my time getting high and masturbating. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing. I'm just serious. There's nothing wrong with anything. It's the it's the other ones I worry about. The ones that are always trying to find the next deal that are never satisfied. They want more. I think those are the ones. The ones that are rioting and doing shit now. The ones that walk into a uh, Target and just walking out with grocery bags full of shit when everyone around them is telling them to stop stealing and they just walk out because there's no repercussions. You're going to have a lot of that. You got to wonder what's going to happen to these Walmart employees. That I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but a lot of people that are working at Walmart, and, and I worked there. I, I I did two terms there at Walmart, and I would go back if I was rich and I needed a part time job to just stay busy. I would go work at Walmart because I would get my kicks and have fun and fuck around, make fun of people, and come home. It's it's the I mean, a lot of people aren't really skilled enough to find another job elsewhere where they can do better. That is their only job, and Walmart is taking that away. You got to where are these people going to go if they can't do something else? They're going to make money another way, which is not going to be good. But anyway, they said on Tuesday they expected about sixty-five percent of their stores to be serviced by automation by the end of twenty twenty-six, just days after revealing plans to lay off more than two thousand people at facilities that fulfill online orders. So the announcement amid the U.S. retail giant's annual investor meeting in Tampa, Florida, comes as Walmart increasingly uses its huge stores to handle online order deliveries and invests heavily in automation to speed up order processing at its e-commerce fulfillment facilities. So that's pretty much the whole article here. They have more than 5,000 stores in the U.S., and people are asking questions about what else this means for the company, and they're being tight-lipped about it. It's not good, man. This is not a good time to be alive. I miss the days where people would just... I mean, you, you drive down the street, you see help wanted signs and a lot of windows. Nowadays, it's like you don't need it. And the reason why we don't need it is because there's so much greed in the world. 
like the investors, the people that are spending money and investing, like, hey, you have to lay people off. It's like, you know you're not talking about numbers when you're talking about the company's stocks going up and down. You're talking about people and their livelihoods and by extension, their families and their families' livelihoods. You're taking away all this stuff from people and giving it to fucking robots who... I understand the company needs to make money, but we also need some kind of rule in place where you got to keep people employed, man. Like, you got you got to say, no more automation. we got to stop this shit. You're replacing kids that are flipping burgers for seven bucks an hour. I mean, not only are they making a little bit of pocket money, they're also learning a lot of life skills that they're lacking now because a robot's going to be doing those jobs. What are you teaching these kids? Stay home, play your video games. Some, a robot's going to do it for you. You know what I mean? We're losing a lot of ourselves what the country was built on and what we're founded on and just everything a human being needs in life. We need purpose. Otherwise, we do dumb shit. So, very, very uh, sad story. That's probably the saddest thing I've read in a while is Walmart, fucking 65% of their stores, fully automated. That's horrifying. You go into a Walmart, count the employees in that Walmart. Let's say you count 50. Now, 50? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing out an easy number. Yeah. Say there's 50 employees in the Walmart next time you go to the store. Multiply that by how many stores they have. That's how many people are going to be out of work. How many people are in the average family? Three, four people going without food. It's fucking sad. And where are they going to find jobs at? They can't go to Target. And Target always takes their cues from Walmart. They're going to be doing the same thing. Where do these people go? Amazon's mostly automated now. They're shutting down warehouses. I mean, where the fuck are these people supposed to go to work? You can't go online. I mean, all the jobs online are going to be shitty. They're going overseas to third parties because we want too much money. People won't work for $15 anymore. Oh, God. I'm not, I would rather sit on the street slanging, slanging drugs. and I'm not making 15 bucks an hour. I want 20 and you get to 20 Now I want 25 It's like, this is why companies do this shit. This is why they do what they do, man. We're so fucking, we're so fucking awful as people. We, we want, want, want. You know, we're, we're not ready to deal with the repercussions of the shit that we want when we finally get it. Oh, God. I'm not ranting. No, I was yawning. <laughs> oh, oh well, I'm sorry. Maybe I should rant and not bore you, you fucking asshole. Oh, man. What else you got? Um, let's see. Burglars uh, may have gotten more than they bargained for when the two men snatched thousands of dollars worth of tools from a house near 74th Street and Silver Spring Drive. They apparently also unwittingly grabbed a security camera that is still transmitting from their kitchen table. Oh. Still transmitting. Still. Hey there, Billy Bob. I was red light still blinking on those camera we done stole. Transmitting on their freaking kitchen table. So the security camera captured the moment two thieves early last Monday stole the camera along with tools from a home being rehabbed. The real estate broker saw the whole thing. Somebody picked up the camera and said, what is this? And then they bagged it, not knowing that it's still active. Is there not like a red button, like a like a red yeah. blinking light or something mm-hmm. on it? Um, so that's what the realtor Erica Winship said. Because the house was vacant after the burglars kicked the front door open, they spent some time inside. But it's what happened later that could lead to their arrest. They took around eight thousand dollars in tools. They also took the camera that was hidden which they did not know uh, would operate pretty much anywhere. So it's operating on their dining room table right now. We can see everything that they're doing. Mm. She shared video recorded Monday, a week after the burglary, still in the home of the burglar. We're seeing people doing drugs. We're seeing people talk about how they sold the stuff they stole, uh, where the money went. Winship said she can only assume they don't realize the camera is still transmitting. (laughs) The battery-operated camera uses the cellular uh, network, and as 
As of Monday night, was still transmitting nearly eight days after it was stolen. Milwaukee's police department, they're still looking and trying to investigate. They have no arrests yet. How do you not have arrests if this, if this thing is still transmitting? I, On a I, I cellular don't... network, they got to be able to ping that, right? They can. A cellular network, you can ping. Like, so it's, they got to know at least the general area. I just don't know. Maybe they just It's don't care been enough. transmitting this whole fucking time. They're sitting there doing <sighs> drugs in front of the camera. They're talking about all the stuff that they sold. All the crap that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, and, it has to run out of battery. Yeah, I would think so. Because, I mean, that's hilarious to me, though. They've that's got this just fucking, fucking funny. They're submitting to everything. <laughs> I mean, this is God's way of saying these people are just fucking stupid. So I don't know, and they're still not arrested. It, it, that it is just bizarre to me. I've I mean, always wanted to know about the investigation process. Like, why are you investigating? It's, it's right there. It's got to. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Because they're on camera, so you see their faces. Unless it's one of those fucking cameras that are all grainy, mm. and it like glitches out, and it's just like a terrible fucking camera. So you really have no idea. I like the one that catches like Bigfoot big yeah. UFOs. <laughs> it's, some, it's it's still recording, but we're not really sure yeah. what we're seeing. Dude, I can record anything in this house at nighttime <laughs> and put it online and tell people there's a ghost in that. And people will see it because they want to see it. Oh, yeah. Any orb that flies by, oh, like yeah. a dust particle. There or, it is. You know. whoa, whoa, calm the fuck down. There it is. Rewind it. And you rewind it. It's like, there it is, that little fucking dot. And it's like, that's not a dot, dude. It's fucking dust. No, no, no. It's a ghost. Like, it's a fucking speck of dust, man. There's people, they, they want to see that shit. But All right. So here's uh, something I don't want to see. Uh, there's a Christian mother. She's suing the state for denying adoption over her gender beliefs. Saying that they're putting politics over children. This mom in Oregon, she's a mother of five already. She claims her religious beliefs on gender barred her from adopting a pair of siblings in her state. And now she's taken to the courts to fight for her First Amendment rights. Jessica Bates told Fox and Friends on Wednesday that she was several months into the adoption process and successfully completed a portion of the training when the hurdle began. I didn't know they had to train them. She's got five kids. All she's got to do is be like, this is my resume, motherfuckers. No, you gotta go through classes and get certified and all sorts of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. They, at home, they had to come into your home. Damn. They had to do all sorts of crap if you want to adopt. Like, it, it's crazy. What if she fails? Can they be like, well, since you failed, we gotta take those from you too? <laughs> Plays the game and he takes your chances. Yeah, see, that's where it gets weird. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I have no idea because it takes a, it takes a long one, time. But you can keep those fucking <laughs> defective ones. You can't, you can't take this one. Though. You're not good enough for this one. But those are fucking, those little runs are good enough. And then I think even after you adopt, I think for a certain amount of time after that, you still get check-ins. A couple of years. Yeah. Like, so you're never left alone. Never. I, I don't It's like you're renting a child. Yeah. And, and you can't be your, be your authentic self when you know there's eyes on you. So you can't really discipline them because I'm going to tell the caseworker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What I don't fuck? know. So I reported to my certifier because they really emphasize the sexual orientation and gender identity training that you have to support it. I emailed her and told her I couldn't do that because of my faith, and then we had a phone call, and because I wouldn't take a child for cross-sex hormone injections, I was basically told I'm ineligible to adopt in the state of Oregon. So they're giving these these parents ultimatums, like you either go against your core beliefs, or you can't enjoy the love of being a parent and having a child. 
So according to the Oregon's Department of Human Services, the state's adoption application requires that potential parents respect, accept, and support the sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression of children. They're basically setting these kids up for failure by telling them that they're immediately going to come out confused, even mm-hmm. though the answer is clear as day. You look down, and there's your answer as to what you are. There is no confusion. It's right there in front of your fucking eyes. They've injected all these weird thoughts and lies into these <clears throat> poor children's heads and people that can't differentiate what's real and what's fiction. To now, it's 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 like seeping their way into lives where these kids. This this woman is a is a five time mother. She's probably a good mom, and now this kid's going to be deprived of having a good mom and probably sent to some crazy fucking wacko's house because that's what they want. They well, they they don't want these kids with good parents with good backgrounds and and core beliefs that are you know what we should be believing in anyway. They want you to be in a house of crazy fucking TikTok and you don't stop, stop. Ooh, oh, God. ooh, I want to sex you up. I haven't done that in a while. But they want you to live with that generation. People that, you know, will go on TikTok and watch that bullshit. They want you living with those fucking freaks that will put buckets on people's heads and targets and then let you go get a sex change afterwards and then have lunch at Chipotle after the whole thing's done. I just don't. <laughs> they don't want kids to succeed in life. They want you to be sterilized and make these irreversible decisions that are going to do nothing but fucking poison this country because it's been poisoned already. It's inevitable. They're they're not going to stop. I mean, this push, you would need, at this point, I, I laugh at people that's oh, only God can save us. I see that online all the time. And one of our... You know, affiliate shows. I guess friend, friends of the show that has has her own show put that online, and I and I was and I started to type something back in response, and I immediately canceled it. And I'm like, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings because they're a friend of the show, and I didn't send it. But the thing is, is like, you can't. I don't think God would want you to outsource. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is the world I gave you. You take care of this shit. I can't come and bail you. It's you have to think of it as like you think of God as a father, son, and the Holy Spirit. You got to think of yourself as a parent. Like, would you want your kid to keep going, making the same mistakes, and you bail them out over and over again, or do you want them to learn from their mistakes and fix it themselves? That's how you build something sustainable. Is if we fix this problem with these trans people, I'm not saying trans people are a problem. It, it, it's the whole extremism, the whole act, the forcing of, of this lie that men are men or men are women and women are men and interchangeable. We're all the same. Doesn't matter. We gotta fix that ourselves. People, are, oh, God's in, God's not gonna fucking come down here on a surfboard with a fucking joint hanging out of his fucking lip and boom, snap his fingers and we're all fixed. It's not gonna happen. As much as I would love for that to happen, it ain't gonna happen. We gotta fix this ourselves. And you can't keep outsourcing problems because then the problem just festers and grows, and you end up with what we're dealing with right the fuck now. This is the problem. It's because no one stood up and said anything a long time ago. You gotta fight this shit where you see it. You can't let these injustices go on because they're basically telling you in Oregon that unless you're a fucking groomer, freak who doesn't mind, you know, adolescents getting their body parts cut off over a fucking obvious lie that they can be whatever they want in life, you're the fit parent and this poor woman's not. That's a problem. That is a problem. And it's, it, it is demonic in nature and it's deep. The, rut, the fucking rot cuts to the core and you can't change it. You can't change it without some fucking divine intervention on this realm. God ain't coming to save us. Not on this one. I mean, if the day comes and he feels merciful enough to end this fucking planet that deserves to end, then then I'd say, yes, he's coming to save us by ending this planet and bringing us all to a better place. Until then, we got to fix this problem ourselves. You can't keep outsourcing the problem because it ain't going to go away. What do you think about this poor, poor woman? It sucks. It does. 
It, it, it's sad. Yeah. It, it's sad. And who knows if she was able to talk to the kid. I, I'm not sure if that's... I, I, I've never adopted, obviously. I don't know if, like, you go to, like, a pet store and you see the cat and you get to play with him for a little bit before you take it home. Does she get to meet the kid, build a connection, and then fill out the paperwork? Do you know anything about it? Because your friends did. It's usually a foster situation first and see if it's a good fit. So she had this kid in her house. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm saying I, I don't know the, the rules there. I mm. know rules for New York where my friend did it. This was a foster situation. The kid lived with her for a long time. Yeah. And then, and it was a, lot, a long family battle court, in court with the mother. And then they had finally officially adopted. And then my podcast adopted two from Haiti. And that was a whole nother fucking thing. Hmm. So that, that was a whole nother freaking trip. Yeah. But uh, her adoption had to be final, I believe, before her kids could come over here. But mm-hmm. she knew them for years and would go to Haiti and visit them. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like the rules are different everywhere for different situations. So... I don't, that sucks. It's fucked up. It really is. That poor kid. And if that is a situation where the kid was able to stay in the house for a little bit and then they go like, hey, how come so-and-so is not coming to pick me up again? And then that yeah. place in Oregon has to look at this child and say, well, the reason why that woman's never going to, you're never going to have a forever home with her because she has a good head on her shoulders and wants to raise you the right way. I mean, like, seriously, what what do you tell that kid why they can't be adopted? Oh, we got the, oh, uh, well, this person with the blue hair and the purple hair named, named uh, Spike and Tina are going to take you in. They've got the BLM tattoos and all sorts of shit. They hate white people, so uh, have fun and see you later. Yeah, like, like what the fuck? You're going to send this kid off with them, but this nice woman who wants to raise him the right way. I just don't get this fucking world. I know who does get the world, and she wants me to let you know something. Our pal Sherry wants you to know that uh, they do make size 23 shoes. That's what she wants me to let you know, okay? This freaking kid... Yeah. ...is huge. Yeah. Big boy. For, like, I think he's 14 years old. This kid is fucking huge. Yeah. He's 14 years old. He's from Michigan. I don't know where he got his... (laughs) Damn, dude. Um, He struggled for years to find shoes that fit him. Former NBA player Shaquille O'Neal heard about his ordeal and reached out. Eric Kilburn is a 14-year-old student at Goodrich High School. He's six foot ten with size 23 feet. Six foot yeah. ten at 14. That sucks. And he says he's had trouble finding a good pair of shoes that will fit him. O'Neill heard about Eric's problem and reached out with a phone call last Wednesday. This has got to be tough, man. To be that size is that much kid bigger than everybody probably else. Struggled for Dude. years. Not, I mean. The parent and the mom alone trying to do school shopping. I, like, I can't even imagine. School shopping must have sucked. I mean, at 6 foot 10 at 14, like, I can't... He's had to be big the whole time. Big-ass baby? Oh, my God. That'd be horrifying. That's crazy. To be that age, how much would that suck, though? Because, like, you're already insecure at that age, and everyone's going to be making funny. Oh, look at fucking Andre the Giant over here. Yeah. And then I, I guarantee you, if this kid could press a button and be five foot six, a hundred pounds, he would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, probably would in a fucking heartbeat because kids are cruel, mm-hmm. adults are cruel. You're gonna be looked at as a freak show your whole life. I wouldn't want to push him around though. No, I don't think anyone fucks with him. I'm sure they don't fuck with him, but fucking still. Twenty three. Oh god, size twenty three feet, man. I don't know, but he, uh, man, that's pretty sad. Uh, 
Anyway, so he was flabbergasted, he told Hometown Life News. My soul left my body for a second. I was so shocked. In a phone call, Shaquille O'Neal, who wore size 22 shoes, empathized with, with Eric. He told the team that when he was the same age, his mom also had trouble finding him shoes. Though Eric doesn't play basketball like Shaquille O'Neal, he does play football. According to a GoFundMe page set up to help his family afford shoes. I hope he's good at football. A GoFundMe page? Because he's a big dude. Buy shoes, motherfucking go to Walmart and get you, I don't know, 23 shoes. That's size 23, probably got to be specially made. I wonder how much. I I don't think I've ever seen shoes higher than like a 14 in stores. I've never seen that. I would think that big, I would think he would need a specialty store or someone to actually. And that's got to cost some shit ton, ton of money. Maybe, yeah. O'Neill has a shoe deal with Reebok, and the company sent Eric five pairs of size 22 shoes originally created for the former NBA star. Other footwear brands, including Under Armour and Puma, heard about Eric's issues and plan to get him custom-made shoes as well. I've never seen my son smile so big, said Rebecca Clyburn, Eric's mom to Hometown Life. It's tough to get a smile from a teen, but he's over the moon, thrilled and blown away with the options he now has for shoes. So yeah, other kids... sent huh? him five pairs of size 22 shoes. Yeah. Like, he's I size could, 23. Well, I guess you could do that thing where you, like, flex your toes and just slide So even in. these aren't going to fucking fit right. I don't know. Eric's story has helped other kids struggling to find larger shoes that fit their feet through a Facebook page called Big Shoe Network. <laughs> That's awesome. The page That's created cool. by Eric's mom helps reconnect families struggling to find shoes for their kids. I can only imagine. That poor Man. mom. I didn't oh know the struggle was that hard for shoes, to be honest with you. I never, uh... I mean, my shoes are a modest, what, 12, sometimes, like 12 or 13, depending on what the shoe, who makes the shoe. Mm-hmm. I could fit in, like, some, like, boots. I can I wear have 12. Troubles. I, I have trouble getting shoes for me. Yeah. They don't, like, like I'll find a, a, a pair of shoes that I like, and then I'll go look. My size not there. Mm-hmm. This is fucking royal pain in the ass. I don't buy sneakers anymore, though. I found a pair of shoes that I love more than any other pair of shoes. They're like slipper shoes. And they look badass. They look very stylish. <laughs> no, like, they are like cool-looking shoes. Like, you, you can wear them with shorts, pants, and they, yeah. and they look good than anything. And they're very comfy. You can slip them on, slip them off. There's no shoelaces. You just slip those bitches on, man. So I, I, I like to wear those in my old advanced stage. My old man stage, I'm just wearing comfy, loose-fitting clothes because I don't know when I'm going to shit myself again. I have no idea. I'm not that old, but, you know, I'm just making a joke here. But still. You're such an idiot. I don't know about that little thing. But Sherry wanted me to let you know that, just in case you ever wanted to buy a pair of size 23 shoes so you can drink your beer out of it. Oh, speaking of which, there was a uh, Twitter question asking if you're going to switch from uh, Bud. Because Anheuser-Busch makes... Bush beer. Are you going to to boycott Bud Anheuser Busch? Um, no. You won't drink Miller Lite or a different uh, no. light beer brand. You're just going to no. stick with that. Bush is cheap. Okay. We ain't made of money. How about Miller? I High went Life? from Bud Light to Bush to save some money. I'm yeah, not. And I'm not cutting the damn beer. You out. sure did. I, did. I have made some sacrifice. I am smoking Montego cigarettes. <laughs> People Montego don't even smoke Montego brand cigarettes. I, I am. I'm not giving up my vices. I will just make them cheaper. Mm. That is it. No, I will not switch. I am. Bush is as low as I can get. I mean, I remember way back when we had nothing, and it was like Milwaukee's best or Natural Ice that we were. Keystone. Stuck. Remember that one? <laughs> Holy crap! Listen, Bush is as low as I go. I am not switching. No, I haven't tasted beer in a long time, and I and I can still taste Keystone Light. Oh, how nasty oh. that beer was. <laughs> God. 
But you're talking about vices, and I want to talk about my favorite vices. Our friends over at BuyNoid.com, that's B-I-N-O-I-D.com, makers of the finest THC product in the market. Whether you like smoking it, you can get flour, pre-roll, wax dabs, and joints, and hoodads, and all that other kind of shit. I prefer the uh, the capsules. Uh, our friend Jay Hall, he actually purchased the gummies. He likes the gummy flavors, and he's not a uptight prick like me who can't have sugar, so he actually enjoys the good stuff out there, and he gave a nice glowing review on uh, on his gummies the other day, so thank you for uh, trying out the Binoid. He used our code NERD, where he saved 10%, and got free shipping on his order, he wanted me to let everyone know, and he's he's, he's pretty baked all the time now. And wanted to say thank you to our friends over at Binoid, and they changed my life, man. I really do love the product, and there's a lot of different stuff out there. There's the Rice Krispie treats, Fruity Pebble treats, there's all sorts of chocolate bars, there's any kind of way tinctures drops all sorts of stuff you can go on there and check it out for yourself at binoid.com stay high like the nerd people what else you got um <clears throat> spaghettios i love me some spaghettios you do um i eat them shits right out of the can <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm high class man uh spaghettios newest flavor caters to childhood nostalgia with a grown-up twist the Campbell Soup Company on Tuesday announced its collaboration with Frank's Red Hot on its newest flavor, SpaghettiOs Spicy Original, made from Frank's Red Hot. Listen, I like hot sauce. Yes. I use a little too much of it. I don't. I, I might have to try a can of the, this. The unique flavor features O-shaped pasta and tomato and cheese sauce with a mild to medium heat level. The new flavor was made with millennials in mind to satisfy their cravings for spicy foods with a meal that represents their childhood. The generational group also makes up one-third of SpaghettiOs' total annual sales, according to the news release. The new product will be sold for $1.59 at retailers nationwide. That is expensive. For one can? For one fucking can, $1.59? The big can, the fat one, those big cans? Because you get the little say. four packs. Yeah, and they're like a buck a can. Yeah. Where the hell is it, $1.59? It can't be because the, the hot sauce is in it. No, because that seems high. Because, I mean, people have hot sauce at the house. You just get a small can of spaghettios and dip it in there, and you're good to go. That's like New York prices. <laughs> oh, God. $1.59 for one can. Maybe it is the bigger can. It's got to be the bigger can, and spaghettios should just be fucking opened up and dumped into the nearest fucking garbage can. Mm, they're they're disgusting. so good. They're so good. Uh, just oh. original. I can't have the meatballs yeah. or the Franks in there. It's just... I was just thinking about regular, the Franks. Yeah, no, it's regular SpaghettiOs. That's, that's what I like. I mean, if if I poured that shit in the <laughs> toilet and told someone I puked, they'd believe it. That's how nasty that shit is. Without even altering the can. I can literally take the can, okay. dump it, open it up, and dump it in the toilet and say, hey, I puked. And they would say, oh my God, are you okay? That looks terrible. No, sir, that's just SpaghettiOs I took in the can and dumped it into the toilet. It was amazing, though. That's how bad it looks, especially with the Franks in it. Whose bright idea was it to be like, you know what, let's make SpaghettiOs and then cut up hot dogs and just throw it in that bitch. But that's what they used to do. In the poor Back old in days. the day, yeah. Yeah, but to sell it, it's gross. And people like it. I don't know. Like, my, my grandfather used to do some weird shit with his fucking food. Well, they knew what the struggle was back then. Yeah, but it's just how he grew up, so yeah. he just always did it. I don't... It's, hot dogs and spaghetti sauce don't... They, it just does not sound good. I've never tried it. Don't want to try it. Just I've created some me. meals before when we were poor that we still eat. Yep. Well, not we, but we still, still eat to it. this day. Yeah, yep. some of these poor man meals, and we're like, oh, well, we're like fucking MacGyver in the kitchen. <laughs> 
we got a sugar cube, we got some water and some butter. What are we going to do tonight? And we and fucking now, have a five-star meal. Now I purposely go to the store and buy this thing yes. stuff so I can still make it. Lift up the couch, we got some fur we can throw in that bitch. Spice it up a little bit. It's like crazy. I have one more flavor thing, and then I'm done. All right. Spring is upon us, but Dairy Queen is gearing up for summer early with new blizzards. And summer just 85 cents. In honor of the year the blizzard had its debut, 1985, Dairy Queen is offering its signature frozen treats for only 85 cents between April 10th through April 23rd. The deal, however, is available exclusively through the DQ mobile app. So you have to have you have to use that app. The ice cream chain announced new and returning Blizzard favorites for the upcoming sunny season. Returning to the summer lineup is sweet, chocolatey, gooey, marshmallowy s'mores Blizzard. Mm, that sounds good. Which will be featured as April's Blizzard of the Month. DQ fans have made it clear that s'mores means summer, ranking it number one among 19 popular Blizzard treat flavors, and voicing that they would be super happy to see the s'mores return. The cotton candy sprinkle soft serve and the choco dipped strawberry blizzard are also coming back to the menu. Dairy Queen is featuring two new flavors this season. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter puppy chow, which features crispy peanut butter puppy chow pieces, peanut butter, and choco chunks. And Oreo brookie, which this one sounds amazing, which has Oreo cookie pieces and brownie and cookie blended. Hmm. I really want the Oreo brookie. That sounds really freaking good. Listen, the animal one really threw me off. I'm like, who the fuck would want to order that shit? Peanut butter puppy chow. It, it, is it, it meant for the dog? Because it, it's, it's got to be because there is ice cream for dogs. Which features crispy peanut, but it doesn't say it's for the dog. Which features crispy peanut butter puppy chow pieces, which are what though? Peanut butter puppy chow pieces, peanut butter and chocolate chunks, and they can't have chocolate. So this is for people. It's got to be, but puppy chow. Why does it got to? Why do you got to throw that name in there? It th- it just throws it off for me. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe leave out that part of it, and that would be like that sounds really good. It's a lot of peanut butter and chocolate, which um, is really good together. So I would probably try that one too. Yeah, no. I I I just it just the, the puppy chow really just did it for me. And the cotton candy sprinkle. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good too. Like, who doesn't like a cheese pizza from a pizza place? But if you called it like not a cheese pizza, they're mm. like, "Yeah, this is cat feces cheese pizza." You're <laughs> gonna be like, "I don't want that shit." And it could be literally made the same way. The name really does go a long way with some of this stuff. Yeah, and it probably does look like dog food. You know what? Maybe. But if you gave me dog food and called it a ribeye steak, I might think twice about, well, I kind of want some dog food now because you called it a ribeye steak. Maybe that helps a little bit. Just the whole aesthetics, the way your brain processes something like. Oh, I don't like puppy chows for dogs. This ice cream looks good. I'm not going to eat it because it's, they got the name in there. I don't know how your brain associates it. I guess you got to be real asshole to think that much into stuff like that. Maybe that's just me. Good job. You like that one? I'm sticking the landing really fucking good in every single one of these. And it's because I'm finally... Yeah, keep patting yourself on the fucking back. Whoa. You're so great. I'm finally starting to narrow down why you like the segment so much. I've got about five different uh, things that I'm thinking it could be, but you'll never tell me straight out of your own mouth why you love this one so much, so... Mm. You ready for the asshole segment? Yes, I'm ready. You're sitting there pouring soda all of yourself. I'm doing this intentionally. People, every time she lifts a, a soda can to her mouth to talk, I throw it to her because I want her to say something, and she stops. <laughs> now you start doing it again. My Sam's And cola. I start you again to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still drinking my Zevias, man. Listen, they, they're not a sponsor of the show, but holy fuck, these Zevias are like so good. 
but they're so expensive. I really need them to sponsor this show because I'm sick of buying these fucking things. But they're so damn good. I got people drinking them now that are in love with Zevias. I am single-handedly doing what our government and doctors, our government doctors should have been doing the whole time. I'm trying to save fucking lives here, man. And I'm doing it. I'm making people healthier with every single episode here. Well, stop being an asshole and just get to the story. Good way to bring it back. Thank you. Am I the asshole for blowing up at my husband for sharing pics of our daughter's birthday celebration, resulting in my family finding out about it, and oh my God, did you feel it? It's us. Did you feel that this story could have been written by us? It was us? a run-on sentence, so I, I'm like, I, yeah. I got lost halfway through. Listen... <clears throat> this is one of those articles that was written by like a five-year-old, so yeah. I, I have to I have to read this one very carefully. So it may sound like I don't know how to read. Yeah. I'm just trying to decipher the sentences and, and make it sound English. I picked this one because this sounds like it could have been written by us ten years ago. Okay. Because this is something like just the title. I'm, I'm going to read it nice and slow here and, and actually put you know punctuation where they should have had it and whatnot. So they want to know: Am I the asshole for blowing up at my husband? For sharing pictures of our daughter's birthday celebration, which resulted in my family finding out about it. So they kept this birthday celebration a secret from their own family. And then the wife got mad at the husband because the family found out because he posted pictures online. <laughs> Doesn't this sound like some shit we would have done? Yeah. Because we don't like being around people. Yeah, no. No, and don't post anything because you don't want anyone to find out. That's why I picked this one. Yeah. You can't you can't post shit because someone I got rid of everyone in my family <laughs> because shit kept getting out like wait, wait how 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 is that part of the family finding out yeah. you, you 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 my parents aren't even married anymore and my my mom was finding everything out nope okay you're all getting off now I don't know what oh my god so now I have no friends on Facebook <laughs> it's fucking crazy man so ever since my brother passed away at the age of seventeen on his own birthday that's a horrible way. My family decided to never celebrate birthdays ever again. It was my mom and dad's decision, but because of how much the family loved my brother, extended family decided to do the same and stand in agreement with this decision. <laughs> so that just kind of just kicked me right in the balls, because I'm sitting there saying, hey, these people are great, they're just like us, but there's a tragedy behind why they don't do this. So, My husband would refuse to follow this decision and kept celebrating his birthday. Me and the family did not say a thing about it since he's not blood anyway. But when I first got pregnant, the argument about celebrating our daughter's birthdays accrued. Uh, my family advised... Okay, here we go. This is the part where they started doing dumb shit. My family advised me to just not celebrate her, her birthday since she's a baby and won't even remember anyway. I agreed, but my husband threw a fit and insisted that we celebrate our daughter's first birthday. I caved in eventually, but told him we'd have a small secret celebration so that my family wouldn't find out. He agreed. The next day, I got a call from Mom, and she was upset, saying that my word meant nothing and that I have no respect for my brother's memory nor the family. Okay, so there's this a paragraph left. This sounds really, really familiar. It does. Your aunt. No, like, I could... Well, she does something this really weird. This sounds really familiar. Like, like, we've had a news story on this or some shit. Well, the reason why I said your aunt is because, like, people grieve in different ways. Yeah. I don't like people that want to take their grief and impose it on other people so they have to grieve too. Yeah. I don't agree with this at all because the husband is not involved with that. It sucks. And I'm sure the husband's like, I'm really sorry about your brother, but we have a kid that we should not deprive of the joy of a birthday because of something that happened to someone else a while back. It, it sucks. <clears throat> your aunt does this thing where like, she celebrates people, the, the death of her son. She makes everyone go out and they all do it, right? They have a good time. They party at the, the grave. Or the... Yeah, his girlfriend, his 
his friends and stuff and her. They all yeah, I mean, I mean, I find it weird, but that's that's their thing, it. and they they do yeah. it every year, and that's that's fine. I just. But she's never like attacked you for not wanting to do it no. because it's weird. It's yeah, weird. No. You go to a funeral or a funeral, a funeral, not a funeral, but like you you go to a a, a gravesite or a cemetery. And you start having fun. It's 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 there's just something weird. I I would never do it. And yeah, then again, I, I would never expect someone to not celebrate because it's sad for me. That's very like so. And and then to like go after this girl and be like, I can't believe you broke your family bond. Like what? Then I have a birthday for her own kids. He's entitled. Yeah. All right. So I asked what she meant, and she told me she saw the birthday party pics my husband posted on social media. I was too shocked to even argue. So I, so I guess the husband has to hide from his family too. He he can't have his family share in the joy because the other family grieves too much. There's there's no compromise here. They expect it their way and no one else's. I hung up and went straight to my husband to confront him about it. He got defensive and said that he didn't need my permission to post pics and that he wanted to show his family the birthday celebration pics since I insisted that we have a small, secret party and exclude them. I explained to him how this made me look bad and a liar to my family, but he said they can get over it and call my mom snotty. I I, 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 I agree. I'm not seeing a problem here. I'm, I'm, I'm on the husband's side. Me too. This, this, you can't expect your child to grow, yeah. grow up and never have a birthday? You can't have a birthday because your uncle died before you were born. That's weird. So they're going to end up eventually, obviously it's only a one-year-old, eventually go to school. All their friends are going to have birthday parties and yeah. shit celebrations. And this kid's going to be like, wait, what? what? What's a birthday? Exactly. No. Fuck you. This, this is weird. This is stupid and selfish on so many levels. Because all you got to do is tell this mom, like, hey. And it so, shouldn't even have to be in secret. Yeah. This no. is This is our family over here. This, this is what you... Fine. If it brings Fuck up bad memories for you, that's fine. We like to celebrate a different way. Because this kid wasn't always 17 and dying. He was at 16. He was 15. He was 14. He had birthdays. And guess what he did? Yeah. Had a great time. And he smiled and enjoyed his presence like every kid should. You're going to say he had 16 great birthdays and one tragic birthday. So you're going to erase all those memories of the happy ones and only focus on the bad ones. <laughs> Fuck this family. I blew up at him and we had a huge fight about it. We, he started sulking later and said I ruined the memory of our daughter's first birthday for him and verbally abused him how I lashed out. I solely did it out of frustration knowing that what happened caused a massive problem between me and my family. Now he's expecting an apology from me. Am I an That's, asshole? Yep. Do I even have to say it? There's not a question. Not a question. I think I nailed every reason why. Yeah. There's no reason to rehash for me. The asshole. 100% asshole. Yeah. The family's even worse. It sucks. I'm sorry about your loss, people, but you, you can't hold on to that loss forever. You can. You have to let it go eventually, and it sucks. But you can't. And you can't, like, hold it against yeah. other people. Yeah. Like, no. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure that 17 year old is in heaven right now. Like, man, like I used to fucking love my birthdays, and they're going to deprive this kid because I died. I mean, I'm fucking living life right now. I'm loving thing it. I've ever heard in my life. I'm, I'm I'm living the afterlife right now. And like this, go back and look at some old albums, mom or, or grandma, whoever the hell you are, and be like, hey, look, this was his 16th birthday. He was smiling. He was riding his bike at 12. He was oh, he got the video game at 14. He was so happy. You want to take that away from your grandchild because you're a fucking bitch who can't let go of grief? Get the fuck out of here. You're an asshole. And so is your daughter for being a bitch of the husband. You agree? Yes. All right. So I can't believe it. Today's Wednesday. We're almost a Friday. We're almost there. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And so you're going to be done with the OC. We mm-hmm. both need a game plan here. We both have nothing nothing to watch. We hate spending time with each other. So mm-hmm. what are you going to be watching? And I'll tell you what I'm going to be watching. Um, it's probably going to take me until at least Friday, to f- I'm thinking, to finish the OC. And then 
I don't know, probably catching up on all my shit Friday yeah. that I've missed, like Ted Lasso and, and all those other shows. Once I catch up with that, hopefully on the weekend I'll have a movie to watch. I don't know. I don't know what I'll be watching. I really and don't. if not, I'll be finding another mm. show to go binge watch for a while. I was doing a thing where I was watching series, and I was having a good time watching series, and then started watching movies, just movie after movie, and those are quick hits, but I kind of feel like I need something with some meat into it, like something to dive into that I can enjoy for quite a while and See? look forward to. Right. But I can't do it all the time. I have to I have to have a break in between. I can't do, like you do, season after season after season after show after show after show, and it's like it never ends. I, I, I can do a, a series, maybe give it like a week, and then go to movies and then go back to series again it's just it's too much time invested it's too much you can't get and away can't from watching the same you. shit all the damn shit that i've watched i can't help you you i i, I you can't i I'm have picky. no idea i'm very picky you're very picky mm-hmm. so superhero show i refuse to watch superhero shows because yes. they're fucking god awful and they and, and they completely bastardize the characters and make them like little fucking teenage fucking tiger beat magazine fucking <laughs> people fuck them <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. Yeah. Well, I can tell you where to tell people to go to find us. They can tell me? Tell them where they can find us. <laughs> tell them where they can find us, bitch. I can issue out a demand. Now, I'm sitting here looking at the time, and i got to do some shit. I'm, I'm a very busy man. Uh, you can find us at Voice Misery on all platforms and voicemiserypodcast at gmail.com. 